Welcome to the third episode of Hammering Down, presented to you by Birmingham Sports. I'm your host, Kayla Hodges. I'm hoping you are having a great day, great afternoon, whatever it is for you. I'm hoping you're having a great one. This one's an exciting one. It probably won't be that long, but it's still exciting. Uh, even if it's a little long or a little short, I hope you join me. Grab some of your favorite Red Diamond coffee or tea. Please sponsor me. Um <laughs> Hope and follow along with me. Yeah, so this is pretty big news. I was first off not prepared to make this video today. I was I have been working on the Birmingham Hammers episode coming out hopefully soon. And then I saw this and well, here we are making this video. The Legion announced that Fanuel Cavita uh, I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, Fanuel. Fanuel, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. Um, uh, we announced him as our new, one of our new center backs, which is massive. So just to kind of give you a little background on uh, Kavita, again, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing this wrong. He played college at Clemson. He is a Real Salt Lake Academy uh, graduate. He ended up spending a little bit of time there, but spent most of his time with the Monarchs with that organization. Then he went on to Puerto Rico FC, which was, was it uh, NISL? I think that's the, maybe, I think that's the league. It's NISL, NPSL, and it's something in something SL. It's one of those variants. <laughs> and finally, from where most of us will know him from is from St. Louis FC. May they rest in peace. Anyway, so like I said, he is one of our new center backs, which is massive, massive, massive news for us because, well, as we all know, we are very low on center backs because we decided to get rid of two of our three center backs. Uh, we're not going to get back into that. <sighs> that just arced my nerves. Uh, that made me mad. Okay, we're fine. Whew, happy thoughts. This is a happy time because I'm very excited about the signing. So he is a very, very good player. I am very, very excited to have him. He, to kind of give you an example, or not really an example, to kind of tell you about him as a player at uh, St. Louis, he worked in a three-center-back system. Well, it's really a three-man back line, but they were really used three center backs. Technically, he would have been used as a right back, technically. But really, their system revolved around more of kind of rotating to the ball or kind of rotating on to the man or whoever's making a run. So really, it was a rotating center back system, which if you don't know what that means, let me break it down to you just real quick. There are three men. And they're all their only mission is to search and destroy and pretty much destroy whatever human has the ball. <laughs> That's it. It doesn't matter if they're on the right side, on the left side, in the center. It doesn't matter where they are. Basically, their job is just to search and destroy. And he did a very good job at doing that. He was one of the tops on their team in clearances and tackles and just getting the ball away. While St. Louis does not sound or did not look that great statistically last year they also started off extremely slow and only got better as the year went on 
statistically you're going to say, wow, that was kind of an average defense. We're only just bringing in an average guy, but I strongly disagree. They, As the year went on, they got better and better and better, and he really shined bright. This is a massive get by Coach Sohn and Jay Heaps. I am cannot be more happy about this. He is a six foot one guy. He is not really a scoring threat per se. I know the Legion has just released a video of him being an offensive threat, but that's not really how he'll be used. He's really a lockdown center back who's going to be right beside Alex Cronali, which ah oh, so good. So excited for this. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm trying not to breathe into the mic as much. I'd realized the last video I was kind of doing that a lot. I'm so sorry about that. But anyway, he uh, we got uh, Kavita. I'm so sorry again if I say this wrong. Um, he is super super strong, and one of his biggest assets is his ability to pass which is massive for a system which the Legion play in, which is counterattack heavy. I believe he is, sits around 85% pass completion, not completion, but like accuracy. He is very, very accurate with his passes. And he is, last year I believe, he was kind of considered to have five key passes, which essentially is uh, a hockey assist or like the assist to the assist, you know. You know, the assistant to the regional manager kind of thing. Uh, bad joke. Bad office joke. Uh, some of you might have laughed, maybe. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So, I I am very, very excited about that. He, good passer. He can get the ball to the right person. And he's not exact. He's not slow. I don't like saying someone is not quick. But he's not exactly fast. Basically, he's not going to be Johnny Dean. He's just not. I mean, nobody else is. But he's he's good with the ball at his feet. And he is a great, great dispossessor of the ball whenever it comes to the other team. And another great thing about him on the club, having him in the club on the pitch, is the fact that in a three-man back line, you are required to be talking at all times. Everybody needs to know where each other are at all times because, like I said, they kind of rotate. It doesn't really matter where you go as long as two people are not there at the same time. That's when teams get brought out and get exploited and get scored on in those kind of systems. So with us likely working in a four-man back line, but we'll talk about that in a little bit, uh, if we do what we've done before, we typically stay either in four or five, which means he's going to be able to communicate with other center backs and say one of our fullbacks pushes up too far, then, you know, it's not a big deal because he ha- he knows how to handle, you know, 1v1, 2v1 situations very well because that's what he did in St. Louis. Very, very, very excited. And I know I've already mentioned it, but the man, the man can pass. I mean, I think last year he had three assists, which is awesome for a guy who really never went past midway, you know, that you know, the halfway line. Awesome, awesome, good stuff. I think he had a goal last year as well, maybe three goals all the time with St. Louis, which, you know, 
like I said, he's not going to be much of a scoring threat, but he's going to be the guy that kickstarts our offense, which, as we remember last year, we desperately needed. With him being locked down defense, we're likely not going to be falling behind as much as we were last year, but even if we do, he knows how to start that offense. He knows how to control it all, which means right now it looks like we are going to be really freaking scary. <laughs> I hope I'm right. I hope I don't eat my words, but I am really, really, really excited about this. So excited. But that's really all about him. If you want to see more about him, there's a bunch of film out there uh, from ESPN Plus and more stuff that the Birmingham Legion have released on their social media accounts. I highly recommend checking that out. We will talk more about these new signings and what I think about the team going forward a little bit later. Not in this episode, but likely in the episode down the line when we know more about our team. Because right now we still have more signings to make. So I'm not going to make any predictions. And admittedly, I haven't watched as much film as I would like. Because like I said, I wasn't too prepared to make this episode. Because, well, the Legion just kind of dropped that one on me. (laughs) You know, was not really prepared. I'm not getting any kind of inside information. If someone wants to start sending me some of this stuff a little bit sooner, so I can be uh, who am I kidding? No one at the Legion's watching this. It's wishful thinking, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting all kinds of rambly right now. Um, but I was not exactly prepared. That's totally on me. So sorry about that. But what I will like to say about Fanuel, uh, Fanuel, I'm so sorry again, um, is that he might be able to let us change our formation and I've mentioned this I alluded this earlier but yeah let's go ahead and talk about our formations that we're probably maybe try out hopefully so we basically have three different kind of formations that we are looking at that I really hope that we'll try out and that is the 352 the 4231 and the 442. So let's just talk about the 442 as the standard. Um, I mean, that's probably what we'll do next year. We'll have two center backs in Cornali and Kavita, and then we'll have Ryan James and Johnny Dean as our fullbacks, just kind of going in, going up and down. Nine. We kind of we kind of know how all all of us kind of know how that works. So we're just going to kind of go past that one. Then we're going to get to the 352 which I think is very interesting, or the 5-3-2. Really, they're no different. Essentially, what you have is they either extremely attack-heavy fullbacks, which if you don't know what a fullback is, it's basically your guys on the outside who, on the defense, um, think Mikey Lopez kind of played that last year, same with Johnny Dean. We saw them on offense all the time, but they also made lots of great plays on defense those are our fullbacks. So the three five two or the five three two, you basically have attacking fullbacks or defensive wingers, depending on the variation that you use. So basically you're gonna have three center backs, all who are not really going to go past the halfway point. And you're going to have essentially seven people in the you know, attacking all at once, essentially. So 
what that leaves is for a counterattack heavy team like we are, the Birmingham Legion are, this means whenever we start these quick counterattacks, which we are so fast, we seriously have some of the best one-touch passes I've ever seen in American football. It's absolutely insane. They, If we have seven people, a lot of times, if we, we are fast enough that we'll catch other teams out of position, leaving us in a in a 7v4, maybe even a 7v3, where that's a lot of players just super overwhelming, giving everybody an option, and there's just not enough people to stop the shot. What this also means is that if we get end up being pressed down and just having to be very defensive, we have two people who can come back, create a five-man back line, who can all basically just stand in front of the net and dare the other team to shoot because, well, they're not going to have any space to. This allows for a lot of flexibility depending on the game and how the game is flowing. If we are feeling very defensive heavy, we can bring in five players and maybe even drop one more back, creating kind of a faux six-man back line. Or if we're feeling extremely attack heavy, we can have seven men on in the offensive half, basically seven people in the box or just outside of it who are just raising all kinds of cane and causing havoc. The next one, which is the one that I want to do, I am so excited about this one, which is the 4-2-3-1. Four back line, two defensive midfielders, three midfielders, and one forward or striker up top. Tifo put out a really good YouTube video about this a while back. I highly recommend watching it about this formation. And if you follow English football, then you would recognize that this is a formation that the Manchester United use all the time. It's granted, I think, as of today, that got knocked out of the Champions League. So maybe we shouldn't do that. Nah, whatever. We're better than Manchester United. Everybody knows that. Uh, biggest club in the world, Birmingham Legion. <clears throat> uh, sorry, got something in my throat. Uh, weird. Uh, something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, what I like about this is that we can still have our four-man back line, and we can have our fullbacks who can attack, which would be uh, Ryan James. Is it? Yeah, Ryan James. We and then you could have. You could have Johnny Dean as our fullbacks, and Akinyode and uh, Fanuel Cavita uh, as our center backs, right? So we have four people who are in their natural positions, and it gives them flexibility to move forward and back. In our defensive mid, we have Anderson Sidhu and Balu. Is it Balu? Akinyode. I'm so bad at pronouncing names. I am so sorry if anybody sees this. <laughs> Um, and these are two guys that are very defensive players or who are very solid on defense. Akinyode is a natural defensive mid anyway. Even though we did use him as a center back last year, he is a natural defensive mid. So it would be nice to get him into his natural position. This will also allow for more holding, a holding midfielder, which basically means he's kind of like a, 
essentially a transition player from the offense to the defense. He kind of can they can kind of flex. If we need more offensive firepower, we can move up. If we need less, he can move back. Same as before, he allows for more flexibility. Finally, then we have our three-man midfield, which I assume would be Cervenia, Lapa, and Lopez. So we're bringing Mikey back into the offensive threat out of the defensive mold that he was put in last year, which can only be good because he is great on the offensive side of the pitch. So we have a lot of speed in their midfield, a lot of control, and a lot of physicality which would be great. And finally up top, we have Nico Brett. Nico Brett, sorry, I don't, I'm struggling to talk today, guys. <laughs> uh, I, I need some more of that Red Diamond coffee. Please sponsor me. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Man, what if they sponsored me? Because I just kept pestering them. Man, that'd be awesome. <laughs> anyway, um... What I like about this is this is a formation we can do now. This does not include players that we're adding in the future because we're not done signing players. Uh, That excites me. This is something that we can implement right now, and we can bring in more players to fit that role. I hope we do this. I don't know how realistic that is. It's probably not very realistic, but I think it's worth a shot especially it means that we get more players back into their natural role, which is, would only be good. That can only mean good things for us. Plus, we can bring in more players, like I said, that fit that role. And it's also great for counterattacking, which is what we have been built on. Maybe we aren't going to do that this year, but based on what we saw all of last year, I think it's a pretty safe assumption that we are going to be a counterattack-heavy team. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I have for this episode. Like I said, or I think I said earlier, the next episode that's going to be coming out is purely going to be about the Hammers. And here's a little surprise. I'm going to be interviewing uh, Morgan Copes. Uh, He was essentially the, not really the owner, kind of the owner, president of the Birmingham Hammers. And now he's the vice president of business with the Birmingham Legion. I could not be more excited to talk to him. And I could not be more excited for you to listen. If you're listening to this right now, thank you so, so much. It really means the world to me. I've gotten so much support lately while starting this podcast. And I could have never saw that coming. I really do appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. And if you have any kind of questions or you have any kind of comments for me, find me on Twitter at Kaylor Hodges, K-A-Y-L-O-R-H-O-D-G-E-S. And, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching or watching. Wow, if you can see this, that'd be weird. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. And, yeah, keep hammering on, guys.